0: A little different this this Easter morning. We we are going to play the music off of this here. I'm going to throw over to Chris in just a moment instead of him playing his guitar. But the words, you have the words, you can sing along with them, and we're just going to worship God together this morning. Let me remind everyone. After the morning service this morning, the men are back there cooking breakfast already. We've been up here a while. Pancakes, sausages, just stay, have breakfast. And fellowship, and celebrate together our risen Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to pray over Chris real quick.
1: All right, well, Frank just said like 90% of the things that I was just going to say. That's oh. all right. Well, everybody. Uh, Does anybody need a copy of the words? Usually we have our words up on a TV screen, but obviously we don't have a TV screen out here. We've uh, got a little bit better this morning. Um, no obligation to sing if you don't want to, but we provided you the words uh, so that you can actually look at them and, and kind of let them sit in your heart a little bit more so you can go back and read uh, some of the things that the songs are saying and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get our service started with Christ is Risen, the first song on your first page here. Shh. <laughs>
0: getting up the purpose of coming out here this morning the purpose of having a son ride service is to celebrate the fact that our lord our savior does not reside within a tomb somewhere again amen lord. in fact uh, i had all the grandbabies over yesterday and uh, easter eggs and everybody's at our house and this, that and the other well the tv was on in the front room and i noticed there was a one of those i think it's on science channel but it was interesting, they were trying to prove that this box of bones was Jesus' brother James. And in the saying of that, he said, okay, we've proven this. That means Jesus is in there now. This is his family plot. Jesus' bones are in this tomb. And I thought, no, buddy, you got it all wrong. My Lord's bones are not in that. That might be James' brother, but my Jesus sits at the right hand of God the Father. Amen? Amen. He's not in that tomb no more. He was. He, he is risen from the dead, and that's what we're here to celebrate this morning. So praise the Lord for each one of you that could be here today. I want to open in a word of prayer, and we're just going to sing some more songs. We got a a, a, a a monologue going to go for, and we're going to look at the scripture, but primarily we are here to worship our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Go with me in prayer, if you would. Father God, God, I thank you that we can gather together in this out here in the in the open sky, Lord. Every Easter it seems like it's raining on us a little bit. Today it's. Uh, we're able to gather out here and just just enjoy the birds singing but most of all lord god we know that those over two thousand years ago when when mary came to that tomb and the the, the rock was rolled away we there you were there not there any longer that you had already risen that resurrected body father we are here today to thank you for that resurrection thank you for that victory thank you that we can sit here today and say hallelujah That we can have freedom in in your resurrection, Lord God. This is your resurrection Sunday, Father. And we praise you for allowing us to be a part of your ministry, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You can sit or stand. We're going to sing a couple more songs this morning. uh, But I'm going to lay it back over to Chris. The next song we're going to sing is At the
1: Cross by Chris Tomlin. It's in the... uh... Right-hand side
0: of the second page of the chapter There. Yes, before we start, real quick, she just pointed out. You know, if we do this in the regular service, might as well do it here this morning. Turn around, just tell, shake somebody's hand, just tell them Hallelujah this morning. Amen. Hi. Hi. Good morning. 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 Good. morning. good Of course. Hi. I'm so happy, happy
2: this early in the morning.
3: morning. Hi. Hi. I'm kind I
2: got a
0: little bit of everything in my house, too. I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> we got a Chevy we got a decent.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alright guys. Alright guys, you can have a
1: seat on this one. This is a new song. I'd like you to uh again just look at the let the word sink into your heart this
2: morning. Mercy rains and never dies There's a place where streams of grace
0: And if you'd
1: like to rise for the next one, this is one we sing often. It's called Hosanna.
0: Um. Maybe you're singing unto the Lord this morning.
2: Among men, my example is he the word became flesh, the light shined among us, his glory.
0: the
3: the magnificence that is Harold's palace. Well, truth to tell, as magnificent as was its most impressive structure, one's attention was quickly diverted to loud screaming and yelling. All this centering around some badly beaten individual, blood oozing from his head, from his back, and his legs. Now, not a native to the area, I pass this happening off as some dangerous criminal receiving his just reward for a life of crime. As one whose family frequently traveled the dangerous roads hereabout, I was encouraged to think this act might make the lives of travelers less hazardous. The loud crowd that had gathered seemed to be receiving great enjoyment from witnessing the fierce beating directed at this criminal. In fact, these people, who I could see as normally friendly shopkeepers and housewives, seemed to work themselves into a mad fury hurling curses and insults, as well as blows when the criminal came sufficiently close to them. Their disdainful words made little sense to me. How is this for you now, king of the Jews? King of the Jews? How could they be calling this criminal king of the Jews? Did not the mighty herald declare himself king of the Jews? All I had heard about the vile tippered herald made the, me certain he would never allow another attempt to claim what the saw as his due. Another screamed out as he clung the criminal to the ground, You call yourself the son of God, a prophet, and the Messiah? Then prophesize who it will be that will hit you next. The son of God? Surely this man's crime was something less laughable than that. It seemed like every other week there would surface some de- demented fool claiming to be the long-awaited messiah. And each time this happened, the deranged chump would be the laughingstock of the day, taunted and kicked out of town. But surely no one would lay this kind of beating on the man. Through it all, off to the side, at a respectful distance, stood Herod and beside him Pilate. Now surely this was a great moment that these two normally unwilling collaborators would be standing cheek to jaw. And then came the cry that quickly gathered momentum and intensity among the fever-pitched crowd. Crucify him! Crucify him? Were they asking that this man be crucified for an offense as trifling as making the insane claim to be the son of the exalted Yahweh? Even Pilate objected to this demand, offering that the person instead be whipped and released. But the people would have no part of this. This only served to bring on louder and more demands for death by crucifixion. There also were several women about, crying softly, not speaking. One, a woman likely in her late 40s, I presume, was particularly distraught. As the crowd pushed her closer to the spot where I stood, I heard her voice sounding strangely like a prayer. My son, my son. As some of the other women gathered about her, attempting to console her, I, shocked, realized this woman was a mother to the poor wretch at the center of this demonstration. Looking more closely in her face, I saw the sorrowful eyes, the deep, worried wrinkles, making her appearance represent one twice her biological age. Off to the side, I saw men lurking about, not partaking in the gory sport of the insane crowd. Silent supporters of the beaten man, I assumed. At that moment, a young girl approached one of these men, looked him carefully in the face, and spit out an accusation. You are a friend, a disciple of the Nazarene. To which the man blustered, I have no idea what you are talking about, woman. The girl would not give up. I saw you, indeed I did. You were walking close beside him as he rode his donkey into town just a few short days ago. Yes, you are a disciple indeed. Persistently, The girl continued her loud accusations until finally the man, cursing, erupted. I swear I have never before in my life laid eyes on a man. With that, the clear sound of a rooster crowing. As though struck down by an unseen blow, the man fell to the ground. And slowly, painfully, tearfully, he dragged himself from the scene. With the... With the thundering demands of the bloodthirsty crowd driving them on, the soldiers started their painful journey to a skull-shaped hill outside the city walls, the place called Golgotha. The distance traveled was not long, a mere walk in the midday air. But for the man who was to be crucified, the walk was made nearly impossible. As he dealt with the pain and the blood loss, making a bad situation even more impossible, the wounded man was forced to carry his own crossbeam to Golgotha. Once there, the soldiers began their gruesome task of nailing his hands to the crosspiece, raising him up on the upright beam, and <coughs> next his feet were nailed to the upright beam. Once experienced, one could never forget the sound of cold hard steel slicing through flesh and bone, nor the ringing sound of hammer on the steel nails. All that was left for the anxious crowd was to watch the life drain from the weakened body. I watched in amazement as the woman, the mother, stood at the foot of the cross and watched as her son suffered indignities no mother should have to undergo. Her raw hurt was brutally apparent, but as well, there radiated from her a sense that this tragedy somehow had to be, as though it had been predestined in a long distant past. I saw the man, the one who had denied all knowledge of the dying man, Sneaking back through the crowd. This man, his name was Peter, I'm told, stood there at the foot of the cross, tears streaming down his face. And his love for the man on the cross was undeniable. After the last painful breath escaped the body of that man on the cross, the aggressive Roman soldiers turned strangely silent. The centurion in charge was so moved by the events of the day that he exploded. Surely this was the Son of God! Surely this was the Son of God! I watched in stunned silence as some friends of the dead man came to take his body for burial. In some strange, unexplainable, and highly impacting way this horrific, ghastly, yet marvelous happening had burrowed deeply into my mind. Something at that moment on that cruel hill caused me to seek out the mother of the dead man. With words pouring from my lips, I tried to explain to Mary how I seemed to have been changed because of being a witness to these events. With a sad smile and a kind touch of her hand, she connected with me saying, come stay with us and wait for the third day's coming. Then you shall know what this was all about and you'll be changed forever. And I did. And I am.
0: And that story I think many of us have heard over the years, but it never changes. And it's always solid. And it's always real. And it should always be something... That we hear every day. We should go over that story in our minds. Because it's through that resurrection, through that crucifixion, and then what we're celebrating this morning, the resurrection, that we have life. Amen? And that last song that we sang, the chorus said, Living he loved me, dying he saved me, Buried he carried my sins far away, But then rising he justified me. Freely and forever. And that is so incredibly true. In Romans 5, excuse me, Romans 4 25, the last verse in 4, chapter 5, Paul says this. And this is something I want to make sure we understand this morning. In Romans 4, 25, he said, He was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. You hear that, folks? He was raised up for our justification. (laughs) we are justified through Christ through the resurrection Paul came to, to see and he's explaining to you and I that we are justified through Jesus we are justified through one he died for us shed that blood there is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood he died upon that cross buried in that borrowed tomb but when he rose again that first Easter morning he was proving once and for all he was whom he said he was and that he had defeated death, hell, and the grave. We have assurance today of our salvation. We have assurance that we've been justified because our Lord no longer sits in a borrowed tomb. Amen? Our Lord no longer sits in a cave somewhere, folks. That's the certainty of God's forgiveness. The fact that he is no longer there. He he is only as sure as the resurrection is real. That's why... You've heard me say a million times probably that as awesome and as marvelous as Christmas is, Christmas is is nothing without Easter. If he had not rose on that that first Easter morning, we we, we wouldn't have the resurrection. We wouldn't have the, the assurance of our justification. We wouldn't have the assurance of what's going on in our lives. If there was no resurrection, well, we'll just keep on going. If there was no resurrection, then there was no certainty of acquittal. If there would have been no resurrection, then there would be no, no assurance of the fact that I can live my life freely and openly. Thank you, brother. I'm not really using that. We can continue to live our lives knowing and being assured that we are free because the Spirit of God is no longer held in a tomb anywhere. It sits at the right hand of God the Father. The Spirit of our Lord and Savior, the Spirit of Christ... Is what calls us to holiness. That's why we're here celebrating this resurrection morning. It's because we have been set free by the resurrection of Christ. Amen? That's what we should think of, not just today. And that's the the problem we have oftentimes. Easter means with Him that that there is salvation. That with Him that we have salvation ahead of us. We can have that. And I'm afraid that oftentimes we live our lives daily... Just kind of thinking, oh yeah, there was something done for me at some point. So I can do whatever I want to do. We need to stop and go back. What was actually done for us? Not only did Christ die for us, He rose again. He proved once and for all time that not even death can stop God. And He did that (coughs) not because He needed that assurance. He didn't do that because He wanted to let the Pharisees poke a finger in their eye and say, ha, see what I can do. He did that strictly so that you and I can have the assurance in our lives and in our heart that He is whom He said He is. That's why we're here this morning. That's why we're, we we dress up, we get out there, and we, we, we come together and we say, thank you, Jesus. We're not doing it so the world can say, oh yeah, those are Christian people. We're not doing it just so we can say, God, I got a check mark over here. We should be out this morning of all mornings worshiping the resurrection day because we realize I truly can and have salvation because of what happened that day. If there had been no resurrection then our religion would be no different than any other religion you want to lay out there. If there had not been a resurrection, there would be no difference between us and the Muslims, between us and the Hindus, between us and the Buddhists, between us and Confucius. Whatever thing you want to ism out there, there would be no difference if our Lord was still in that tomb. But because he was resurrected, because he rose again, because of that glorified body, we have assurance. Not because we deserve it, but because God loved us and loves us enough to carry through with a a painful plan of redemption. Now, you remember, Jesus, prior to this, prior to the story that was read to you just a moment ago, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Lord, if there's any other way... But yet not my will, thine be done. The only way we can have redemption is through the blood of Jesus Christ. And he chose to follow through in obedience to be nailed to that cross to become our propitiation. That he who knew no sin became our sin. And he took that down into the depths of hell into the death so that he could rise again above it all. Praise God. That's why we're here, folks. That's why we get up early on Easter morning and celebrate. And we come out to say, thank you, Jesus. Just like Mary, when she ran to that that cave and the rock was rolled away so early, she just wanted to be near her Lord. Even though she didn't realize what was going to happen, she wanted to be near her Lord. Folks, we should want to be near our Lord, not just on Easter morning. Praise God you are here. Praise God we are celebrating His resurrection. But we should want to be near to Him all day, every day when we remember what happened that first Easter morning, we should get down and say thank you Jesus, I can have eternal joy, because I know where I'm headed, not because of who I am, but because of who you are and what you have done I don't know where everybody's going to be going today uh, I don't know where everything's going, your plans are for Easter and things of that nature folks, but wherever it is, whatever you do, wherever you go I pray that you will remember that that first Easter morning signified life forever for each one of us for everyone whomsoever calls upon his name whomsoever believes in him he said whomsoever believes in their heart and professes with their mouth that I am the son of God and I was resurrected on that third day so shall they be saved we are celebrating salvation guys Now, does that mean that everything's peachy and keen here on this earth? You may have a rough time here. You may have had a rough life and still got rough ahead of you. You may say, well, but these 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years I'm here. Folks, what is 100 years compared to eternity bought that resurrection morning? That resurrection said this old body that may ache and creak and not like to get up this early in the mornings, one day is going to go away and I'm going to have a glorified body. And I'm going to stand in the presence of my Lord and say, thank you, Jesus. That's why we're here today, guys. That's why we're here. And that's what Paul meant when he said that he did this for our redemption so that we know that we are justified. Not by anything we've done. Please understand that. It's not by anything that we have done, but by everything God has done. And it culminated that Easter morning when the Romans couldn't figure out where he's at. And the Jews hear the angels say, he is gone, he has been risen, he is lifted up. And after that, he's shown himself to the disciples. Over 500 folks at one point, he made sure to present the Gospels for another 40 days to make sure that you and I could have it annotated so that you and I would know the story. That resurrection morning started, actually it started at the beginnings of time. But for you and I to be able to understand and see and the sin debt be paid, that resurrection morning was the start of our eternal salvation. Praise God. Praise God. Throughout this day, when you sing the songs, wherever you're going, as they come on the radio, whatever it may be, I want you to remember that, guys. Remember that first Easter morning. We should be just in awe as Mary was. Just as in awe as the disciples are, when she ran back and got them and they ran to the tomb and saw that he wasn't there. We should be just as much in awe today as the very first day we accepted Jesus Christ. Every day that we stop and remember, I have been bought with a price. I have been paid for with blood. Not gold and silver and things in this world, but the blood of my Lord and my Savior. If we will remember that every day, you know what would happen? We might just live a little bit closer to the way he wants us to live. We might, if we remembered the resurrection and what it was, we might just actually stop and cry out, Hallelujah, in the middle of the day. People might look at you a little funny, but you can turn around and say, Hallelujah, my Lord is alive. When we remember the joy that we have in Christ, I think that oftentimes gets us through the heartaches and the trials that's here on this earth. And what greater joy is there than to know that that first resurrection morning? That first day that 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 stone was rolled away, He proved exactly that He was who He said He was. Jesus said, if you have seen Me, you have seen the Father. Folks, if you know Christ, then you know Yahweh, as He spoke of earlier in the the reading. For the two are one with with the Holy Spirit. The three are one, and He abides in you. You know Jesus Christ. Now let me say this. If you're here this morning and you say, Well, you know, I'm a CEO. I go to church Christmas and Easter only. If that's you this morning, you don't know Christ, you can change that today. And let me share with you that just coming to church, getting up early and coming to church and singing a few songs and eating pancakes, that's not going to get you into heaven. It's knowing who He is. If you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't have that assurance. You're going to be sitting there saying, "I, I, I just don't know." But if you do know Christ this morning, you do know who He is. And just as, as Paul said there, that he, he said there, He was delivered up for our trespasses, and then He was raised for our justification. This morning, guys, we're going to. We're going to break in a little bit after a couple of songs. We're going to go eat. We're going to have a great time of fellowship. We're, we're going to have the Lord's Supper in the next service over in the sanctuary. It's a great day ahead. But folks, it's all for naught if you don't know why you're here today. If, you're not, if you don't know why you're here this morning, praise God. I hope and I pray that every one of you can have that same uplifted heart as I do of knowing that I am celebrating a risen King. But if you're here this morning, you can't celebrate that way. If you're not if you just don't know, I'd ask you to get with a brother and sister. Come get with me. But let's pray. Let's make sure you understand why do we celebrate the resurrection day? Why is Easter as some call it, Why why is this so important? Because without that first sunrise service that day when Mary got to the tomb, we'd have no justification. We'd have no assurance. But because of what Christ said, what the angel said to Mary, and what Christ said afterwards, we have assurance in that first resurrection. He rose from the dead so that we can live again. Folks, that's the important thing. I pray this morning that if you're as thankful as I am, that you will be excited, that you will go throughout this day singing hallelujah, and you will praise the risen King everywhere you go. We're going to sing a couple more songs this morning. And there's one of these songs especially touches me. But the song, she is, if you can see her on the video, she is crying out hallelujah. You can see God in her when she means it. If you sing this this morning, when you sing today, when you speak the words hallelujah, the word hallelujah, mean if you don't mean it, then stop and think about what Easter is about and it will make you mean Because if you have the joy in your heart of knowing I have been assured freedom of my guilt, of my shame, through the blood of Jesus Christ, then I can say, Hallelujah. We have been justified, not by my works, not by my actions, but by the blood of Jesus Christ. My guilt and my shame has been covered by the blood of Jesus. I am in him, and I can walk with my head held high. Satan's still going to try to bring that, that shame and that guilt down upon me. But if I will stop and remember the resurrection and what my Lord has done for me, that's when I'll feel the blood and the peace of Christ, and I can say, Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that resurrection day. Praise God he was born. Praise God, He was born for our our redemption. But we are justified through His death and resurrection. That's why Easter is so important. Praise God. Let's sing another song, guys.
1: Uh, We're going to sing We Believe by the Newsboys. This is a new one as well. You can stand if you like. Just as the chorus says, so let our faith be more than anthems let what you sing extend further
2: than the field in front of you this morning in this time of desperation all we know is doubt and fear there is only
1: Has anybody heard of a singer by the name of Lacey Sturm? (laughs) Have you, really?
2: Surprising. (laughs) Uh, How many of you, probably very few more, have heard of a
1: modern rock band called (laughs) Flyleaf? Okay, a few more nods, okay. (laughs) Uh, So, Lacey Sturm, or uh, Lacey Mosley as she was known previously, that was her her maiden name, was the lead singer of a band called Flyleaf, a pretty, I would say, a successful uh, modern rock band. Um, I actually had the the interesting interaction of meeting her back in 2004 when she was the lead singer of Flyleaf. I, I had won a contest and got to go backstage for a private performance of some of the bands that were in a concert, and I had never heard of Flyleaf myself, uh, but when I heard her sing. Kind of floored me. Um, but when I met her in person, you know how when you meet a Christian that just exudes the joy of God, you know it. Like she didn't even have to say it, you just know it, right? So I knew something about her. Uh, Bliley, I, I, don't think that you could call them a Christian band, they're positive rock, I guess you could say. But after a few years of success, Lacey started preaching from world stages. And she started preaching the word of God and, and spitting scripture out to people who were at these very large rock events. Uh, you know, rock music is generally a, an unChristian, you know, an unreligious population. So it's uh, it was pretty bold of her to do that. Well, eventually she quit the band Flyleaf. Um, she is now a mother of one um, and. She, a few years back, partnered with Billy Graham to write a song, this song that we're going to listen to, and it's a, uh, I would call it a modern hymn. It's done in the style of a hymn, so it's very easy to pick up on and sing if you want to sing it. Uh, But we're going to listen to it this morning, and this is, this is possibly the best Easter resurrection song that I've ever heard through the words and through the music. If you stay for our 11 o'clock service, we'll play the video for you so you can actually see her sing. She's there's no doubt she is into this song. Yeah. She's uh she's about five foot nothing, weighs about a hundred pounds soaking wet. She was intimidated by meeting me. Right. And it should have been the other way around. I didn't know any better. But she's just an incredible person, and uh, the massive voice that she has will blow you away. So
0: listen to this song and read the words and let the sink of your heart this morning. And she sings hallelujah. Let's let that hallelujah roll. Thank yeah. you. Extended to everyone but when you believe in his name he will come in and wash you and cleanse you and make you whole we have assurance in christ just as she just sang about to where we can say hallelujah if you have that assurance this morning cry out hallelujah today say hallelujah if you are truly assured of jesus christ let's all stand together guys this this moment in time this morning. This is a time we've come together to celebrate. The birds are singing. The S-U-N has risen today. But let me tell you, the S-O-N rose a long time ago for you and for me. It is a choice you can make today. If you leave here, and you is to go to be with the Lord, if you left this earth, and you stood before Him, and you don't know Him, it's not His fault. It's yours. He's given you this opportunity today. He said, "I'll wash you and cleanse you and make you whole. I will justify you in my resurrection." Where are you today? I pray that if you have not found Christ, give it me, give it Chris, give it someone. But get on your knees and pray mostly to the Lord. Not mostly pray to the Lord, but make sure you get to Him this morning. I want to lead us in a word of prayer. As I said, everyone's welcome to stay for breakfast this morning. We're going to have a great time of fellowship. It. Uh, we're, going to stay, we're going to have Sunday school at 945. We're going to have our 11 o'clock service. We've got some things going on in there. We're going to have the Lord's Supper today as well. Everyone's welcome to stay. But guys, again, understand this. It's all for naught if you don't know Jesus. I'll stay out here. You can come to me. I'll love to pray with you and pray where you're at. But don't leave here today without putting your faith in Him. Those pancakes will be good in there. As they are, but if you know Christ and you go in there and you're going to go in there and say, man, I've been made free today, it'll taste a whole lot better. I promise. you at this moment. Let me lead you in a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity we've had to gather together out here today, to come together and just worship you and thank you for that first resurrection morning. That we can come together today and as the sun has risen, the S-U-N, we're worshiping and thanking you for the S O N that rose for each one of us. Defeating death, hell, and the grave, we can say hallelujah and mean it with our hearts, Lord, because we know victory is ours through you. May thy will be done, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. And if people said hallelujah, one, two, three. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, guys. Y'all are dismissed. You can go in get you something to eat. Fellowship. Have a good time. But make sure you look Christ. Probably. <laughs> 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 mom, <laughs> mom, <laughs> boys, look really sharp this morning. nice this morning. This is
2: fine. Yeah, I, think so. okay, yeah. I don't boys know <laughs> Yellow you <laughs> Y'all look a lot better than <laughs> <all right? laughs> yeah, red. <laughs> always wearing red yeah. I'm it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> was <good> or black. No? Oh, When JJ looks good in red. How do you guys the